Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I am also very well, yes. And and definitely wearing bright colours to try and liven up the greyness of yeah. the skies. Yeah, that's not so nice today. It's very no, dark. No, it's very drizzly, isn't mm. it? Also, um, I need mm. to say there's quite a lot of building work going on again. Oh my goodness, they so, are always working with Yeah, I don't think it'll ever stop from now on. So if you hear some banging as now, that's what, what that is. Okay, that's alright. I can hear you and that's what matters. Okay. So how is your May West week? Well, I didn't do as well as I should have. I only watched <laughs> Cheat Done Him Wrong. But I mean, that's enough. That that is that is quite enough. It's well, that it's not enough. More than some. It's more than some. It's definitely not enough. So I do wanna, I do want to see more. Uh, I do remember seeing Myra Breckenridge a long time ago. I'm not I sure I want to see that one again. That one is very mad, and Sex Tatters, which I think is the last one, is completely insane. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've seen bits of that one. But what did? How did your week go? I watched. She done him wrong. I'm no angel. I'm Belle of the nineties. Ah, okay. So is is that in that order that they were made? Um. Oh yes, possibly it is. Mm. I didn't do it deliberately, but yes, I think it is. I mean, I have to say that they've now kind of because I watched them virtually back to back. They've mm. now merged into one mega may west yeah for me mm. so there is that but i do like that they're short yes that's true i you know i love it that in the 1930s films were usually no more than an hour and a half yeah because i have, i don't have the attention span for long films no i think she'd done him wrong as even just like one hour and ten minutes it's or something an, like I that. i mean yeah. yes that's just perfect as mm. far as I'm concerned. Mm. So I enjoyed that. And Coda also, he really, really got engaged with them and watched them very closely. And he growled when the bad men did bad things. <laughs> he enjoyed it that there were horse-drawn carriages in two of them. Oh, yeah, that's true. He really, really liked that. And he, he likes it because I watch it on my computer, on my laptop. Yeah. So he can stand on me on my lap and put his face right in the screen <laughs> yeah. and bark at the horses so he's also a may west fan okay he, yeah he's very well versed yeah so so she's amazing she is really. amazing yeah i i particularly always like i don't know what to call it i was thinking about it it's almost like she purrs or what would you yes. call it this noise that no, she it, makes yeah, yeah. No, it is like purring. Mm. She's very... She's, I know it's a stupid thing to say, but she's, there's no one like her. She just yeah. is herself. And I also... Yes, the purring is very good. I also was trying to think of a word for the way she walks. Yes. Because it's kind of between a sidle and a swagger. Yes, it is. It is a sort of weird mixture of very feminine but then yeah like you say swagger mainly associated with men yeah yeah, yeah. it's a it's a kind of a rolling gait yeah have you and seen images of her shoes yes oh my god <laughs> now they are they are really amazing yeah 
because I, I, saw, I thought she was to me I, I thought oh I must look up how tall she is Mary yeah. and I have no idea Cary Grant who's in the one I watched I don't yes. have no idea how tall he is but she she seemed almost as tall as him and I thought oh she must have been very tall and um, obviously that was totally wrong she just no she's about five foot yeah but then she has the shoes with the platforms. Did you see those ones that are in the Fashion Design Museum in Los yeah. Angeles that are like silver with the white on top? I know. It's like two shoes on top of each other. What a... What a... I know because, well, firstly, it adds up to nine and a half inches added to her height. Yeah. So that's what Which, firstly, the... we need to pause to kind of try and yeah. compute in our brain. Yeah. But then, as you say, there's such a weird design because it is though they've glued a pair of white sandals to giant silver platform heels yeah very very odd makes no sense no i mean that must have contributed something to the gate i suspect oh i think quite a lot yeah Mm. quite a lot to the gate Mm. and but it is but but i also skim read this very good book about her by jill watts Mm -hmm. and she talks a lot about how kind of contradictory Mae West is that that she's masculine feminine she's working class but then she's rich so she's not working class how she uses a lot uh, she takes a lot from african-american culture so she's combining whiteness and blackness and kind of critiquing whiteness within that and she never quite settles on being one thing or another yeah that's interesting does, does yeah. she mention this play she wrote? Like I think it's called The Drag? Yes. That sounds really interesting as well. Well, it's fascinating that she kind of, she seems to have gone on the stage when she was really tiny and been in vaudeville. So it, because that's the other really amazing thing about her is, you know, she's born at the end of the 19th century. But yeah, so she has like traces of really kind of reactionary ideas yes. of the 19th century in the way she speaks about gay people mm. and then she but but then she's an enormous supporter of gay yeah. culture and subcultures yeah so that there's that one and there's diamond lil there's like a series of them and she goes to prison for a while mm. doesn't she because yeah but very short i think six, very short six days yeah eight days six days out because because right. of good behavior good that's very good <laughs> yeah well done may but it's because her plays are so sort of sexually yeah. explicit and, yes, that she has, like, drag queens. I mean, apparently the interwar... Well, not apparently. We knew this. You know, like, the interwar period, there was a huge interest in drag culture. I mean, obviously not in the mass world, but, um, an inter- you know, the sort of rise in drag balls and drag culture. Yeah, and also, I mean, you, you get Cambridge Footlights still going in yes, a big way. Yes, of course. Um, which is maybe not drag, it's maybe slightly something slightly different, but yeah, um, men playing playing women. Yeah. Um, um, so it's really interesting that she's kind of really fighting to show sex and sexuality, and to show. Well, it, it's this strange mix because there are some elements that are racial stereotypes and racist I know. language, but then also much more progressive. And positive attitudes towards yeah. black people and blackness. 
so again she's kind of not quite either thing yeah i mean the the she done him wrong she has a um black maid and that yes. you know that obviously jars when you watch it now and she's she's sort of overall nice to her but not always yeah, totally it... and then the way jewish people are portrayed i yes i uh, but apparently she was uh, her background yeah there's jewish background so i, f- I find that that was that was odd to see um i had forgotten well, about that if i yes. yeah no mm. it, it, it's weird i mean i think it's really with her maids because there's maids in all of the three mm. that i've looked okay. at and yes there's again there's kind of really offensive terms and kind of disregard for for the maid but then there's also a genuine it seems sense of camaraderie yes. with her maid mm, mm. and her so, maid can allow herself to say things to her yes the maid can criticize her yeah and they have kind of jolly banter with each other and the maids can also some like sometimes she speaks them like they're stupid but sometimes they're shown to know more than her yeah about something so i can't remember which one it's in but there's in one she says get me my beads and the maid says do you mean your diamond necklace so the fact that you know that she doesn't know you should call it a necklace not yeah beads uh. so there's kind of and there's also oh, i'm not going to be able to remember which one it is maybe i'm no angel where she becomes a lion table bitch, <laughs> which is really bad to animals, but she sticks her head in a lion's mouth. God. Just think about that for yeah. a second. But she rises up and becomes very rich doing this. So she has four maids, which, you know, think about that for a second. But then she also, there's like a point where she's singing a song and two of them, kind of dance along with her and oh are, I saw a clip of that yeah yeah mm. yeah and like she sings a line and then they respond to it so yeah it's very very ambiguous and and I suppose in the context of the times it's very daring you do sort of on the one hand feel you know should we give someone praise for the yeah. crumbs that are being thrown but then mm. on the other hand think how deeply offensive with no relief something like gone with the wind yeah Mm, that's true yeah there are so many things that are strange and she done him wrong i Mm. i also well there's sort of one thing is the plot yes (laughs) i guess that's probably the same for all of them by the sounds of it but you know what i what struck me most was that the uh, criminal rita mayweather basically kills her and then that's never dealt with it's just i know her mate yeah her her good friend what's his name i've forgotten he's got an interesting nickname he he just removes her and that's that's it um and she can still marry a a member of the police i know so that i i did think that was quite strange no it it definitely is and it's like she does it by accident but she still did it yeah yeah and then the other thing that really struck me apart from the clothes is also the how you know that everyone always talks about innuendo but her songs god there's something else oh my word those songs are so rude yeah that is that is easy rider yeah i know the way she's moving while she's singing yeah that is quite incredible in one of the in in the book i read it said that with some of her things that she scripted herself, she would deliberately put in really obviously 
super rude or super taboo things so that the censors would cross those ones out and hope miss yeah that that is something i saw on youtube i saw a um interview with her when she was in her 80s and then there's also an interesting ucla um the students invited her as a speaker um at the oh university God, yes and it's not it's not a film it's just sound right. and I haven't, I need to continue listening to it, but she she does have a sort of 10 tales that she keeps telling. One is about right, how she right. um, discovered Cary Grant. Mm. And then one is about this, putting these things in for the, for the census. She does say, right, say, right. seem to say that a lot. That doesn't mean it's not true. Um, no, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a bit. Partly also because people seem to ask her the same thing all the time. I mean, that's not that, her fault. Yeah, that's also true. And mm. you must get so bored being yeah. interviewed and being asked the same thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she's fascinating in terms of censorship because there was already a shift to deal with the problems yeah. of Hollywood. But she really speeded it up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you watch pre-code films, they are amazingly yeah. racy. Mm. But yeah, her songs mm. are just so rude. Mm. And not even innuendo, really, just no. directly no. rude. Because there I was... Mean, good for her, I say. There was one person in one video who said that she's not about sex, she's about the promise of sex. Which yes, is that's a very good point. Which is true when she talks, but not in the not in the songs. Not in the songs. No. I mean, I also think it's interesting because, I mean, she really drove everyone mad because she really wanted to direct everything and like be in control of her image and everything. And I kind of think again, good for her. Mm. And you know, if a male actor was doing that, would they be bitching about it? I don't know. But it's yeah, it's very interesting that she. That like the scenes where she kisses men or where men come onto oh, her, yes. they're very chaste in a way, and and she's definitely in control. Like she, I might or I might not kiss you, and I might give you this or I might not. She's she not, usually pushes them away. Yes, exactly. There's not. Mm. There's no passion. No. And and she's definitely she's definitely against the patriarchy. Can we say that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm. Which I like very much and I also like very much that she's not she's very resistant to kind of ideas of being ladylike yes that's true and I think that idea of being ladylike and like a kind of middle class white idea of femininity is so oppressive and so dominant and I think it's really good because she's almost like like obviously she is white and she's literally very white because she's pale skinned and blonde hair but she also kind of demonstrates whiteness as a construction and as so problematic because she's so definitely not what you're supposed to be. Yeah, and it's quite interesting when, it reminded me when you just said that of Dinner at Eight, where, you oh, know, yes. Jean Harlow yes. is so keen to go to this fancy dinner and and yeah. it, it, this how she talks is always juxtaposed on how this the woman who invites her talks or speaks this sort of weird american english yes. upper class yeah. and and gina hollow aspires in the film seems to aspire to it whereas maybe S just doesn't want to have anything to do with that no exactly and mm. i think that's such a powerful criticism and 
apparently she was like that in her personal life as well that she didn't like she wasn't liked by the Hollywood elite and she didn't go to Hollywood parties she hung out with boxers and musicians and people she was friends with Marlena Dietrich yes which just thrills me the thought of those two sitting together chatting is just mind-blowingly gorgeous and awesome I think she said Marlena Dietrich washed her hair or is it the other way around really yes yes I mean, oh. anything those two women did together, yeah. marvelous. Yeah. Because, because both. I mean, I and I read that she said to Dietrich, "Remember, it's for the women as well as the men." Yeah. Which is a good thing. And I mean, let's just for a second think about May West's jewelry in <laughs> she done it wrong. Yes. I love the fact that because it's like the American dream, isn't it? That anyone can, you know, you can come from nowhere and become something. But then you're meant to become all kind of, you know, respectable and behave yourself and middle class and laddie down. But she does not. Mm. I love the fact that she just because because when I was reading this book that was saying about how she continually flips between order and chaos and that she's very sort of fluid between these contradictions. I was thinking in that film, her image never really stays still because she's so sparkly. Yes, that's true. Sometimes. She's just almost in movement, continuous. Yeah. There's one moment, I think, when she's on stage and she moves and one of the, her sparkly bits on her dress makes this big flare in in the film. And, yeah, it, yeah she, you're right. She just totally sparkles the whole time. And it's also like it's this hard barrier as yes. well that you can't mm. get her, that there's, like, light, but then also the rocks she's wearing. That's true. And there's, I guess there is a bit of sharpness and spikiness about yeah. them um i mean that it is sort of slightly undermined by you know harry grant saying they have no soul but she has a soul but then she kind of said i don't have a soul yeah I but at the end really, yeah he takes true. them all off he takes off her and gives her the wedding but ring that was a bit oh that, really i thought may just put those big sparklers back on and yeah. reject that little yeah. titty ring because yeah. he he done her wrong. Yeah. I yeah. The ending is so weird because it's almost like it doesn't really even matter. Yeah. You know what mattered was glorying in Mae West and her contradictions and her sparkle. You know because because Cary Grant and I do really like Cary. He's barely like. Do you even care? No. I mean, it's like he's there, but hmm. Well, he's he yeah. in some ways he plays a role that often women play. He's just a pretty that's boy so in true. a way. Yeah, that's true. No, she is, and that's so powerful and so transgressive is how how much she's in control. And when she when power is taken away from her, she really quickly turns it around. Yeah, I mean, she does like she did really credit how influenced she was by African-American culture. And I'd never really kind of realized before how she was in Harlem. You know, she she was she knew a lot of Harlem Renaissance artists. Oh, really? No, I didn't and, know that. And she also, from a very young age, she, her family, I, I can't quite remember, but her family knew Bert Williams, who's this really important African-American performer and he sort of did like the cakewalk and things so things where again it's kind of problematic but transgressive Mm. because he was in blackface as blacker than he was but then it's that 
idea of kind of the performance itself is a critique. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That, that it's both what he's saying, but also that he's self-consciously performing it. And apparently her kind of style of talk singing comes yes. from him. Oh, and okay. she was also inspired by like Bessie Smith and like honky tonk and blues singing and jazz and she also popularized the shimmy yes like mm. african-american dance mm. and obviously it's super problematic because it's appropriation mm. but it's also i think because she's so slippery herself there there is a grain of positivity within it because she's undermining whiteness and she's undermining class and gender. she's kind of just undermining all the kind of social norms mm. she's intersectional yes yes we like true. that yeah and there's an amazing bit in bell of the 90s really incredible bit where her maid goes to um a prayer meeting and she gives her maid money and says pray for me so there's almost like the idea that her maid can give her redemption if you mm. see what I mean or like is an intermediary and then the prayer meeting is outside on the docks and it's really incredible it's like this huge cast of black actors singing and there's also black actors carrying huge bags so there's this sort of sense of and they're singing about the devil and it's almost like well it is like the devil is the white man mm. because he's making them work like this but there's this this sort of possibility of redemption and there's real kind of caricatures and stereotypes of blackness but it's also rather beautiful this that that this kind of coming together and the voice is lifted up and may west's character comes out on the balcony and is watching it so there's segregation mm. but there's also the sense that she can't be with them that she wants to be with mm. them and part of the world. and they're singing and she starts responding to their singing and so she's it's really amazing the exchange between what they're singing and what she's singing. And then there's this amazing bit where it's kind of like a montage, you know, where you can see her and the, the group scene together yeah. in mm. one shot. And she's talking about like drowning and they all, in their singing, they're all like lifting up their arms and swaying. So it's as though they are the water and they'll save her. Oh, wow. So it's, it's really amazing and it's mm. really powerful and again when you think of films of that era how just unremittingly dreadful they are and the portrayal of blackness although I don't you know I don't think huge credit should be given for crumbs but I mm. that is a really amazing scene I think yeah it sounds amazing and and we haven't even talked about her clothes I know what I would like to know I mean because for me I always see her in the sort of Belle Epoque, sort of late 90s or Golden Age, I guess. It would, I don't know what you would call it. Golden Age is a bad, difficult term anyway. So I, I always see her in, in that and I find it fascinating that she becomes such a big star in a period where the beauty ideal is being extremely thin and yes. angular. And yes. I guess, yeah. And so, so I find that really interesting. But you said... Um, in the I'm not angel is is that in contemporary clothes or yes yes mm. but 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 they're very similar because that's the other thing that that even in the one where she's playing 1890s often 
perhaps not so much her costumes, but other costumes. If you just look at the top half, it could be 1930s. Oh, yeah, the, the young girl, Sally, and she'd yeah, done him wrong. She looks exactly. so 30s. She really does, yeah. because there was, even though the 30s, you think of it so sort of streamlined and modern and, and yes, definitely slim ideal, but there's a lot of kind there's of romanticism romantic, yeah. and historic mm. elements, so it's not completely yeah, jarring. True. And like it is like people now being interested in the nineteen eighties, mm. yeah, uh, which is weird to think of because yeah, it's only that far away. From I know I, because I was wondering. There's so many um, extras in she'd done him wrong, mm. primarily men, but also women, and I was wondering how accurate the clothes are and they've seemed very accurate and then I, then I thought the same thing oh it's only 40 years earlier so yes. it might well be the actual clothes in some instances well, um, it might be. I mean, for the men definitely yes the men's clothes I feel some are 30s and some are earlier but there's a blurriness between the fashions of the time for men and women I think mm. and, I, and I really like it, she's so fascinating in terms of her body because there's also in this in the book I was reading, it's interesting that there were all these kind of court cases. There was this man who claimed to be married to her and it really tarnished her reputation when it finally came out that they had been married and what her real age was because it went from, you know, she could behave like this way when she was younger, thought to be younger and thought to be single, but suddenly she became a middle-aged married woman mm. and that meant it was problematic, which I thought was funny. But also... You know, she is older, she is big, but she's kind of saying, so what? Like, yeah. I'm not even going to take it as an issue. Mm. And and I was, I know this sounds very perverse, perverse, but I was continually trying to work out what she was wearing underneath. Oh, me too. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Sometimes I could see a bit in the hip area. I could see a yes. little line just below the bum. Yeah. And I thought, oh, there's they obviously... Don't, they're not like proper 1890s corsets. No, corset. no. They're much softer. It looks yeah. more like some kind of girl. A girdle, some, exactly. Some boning. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, as you say, sometimes you can see that little, like, shelf that you get with mm. corsets at the top but it's not like proper really stiff corset and she's not held in that much because I no. something I read they were saying about how yes you know, she had you know larger hips and bottom and boobs but she had a tiny a little waist and I was thinking no she no, doesn't her waist is more not like a held barrel. in at all no. I know bless her a beautiful yeah. sparkly barrel but she's not and that's the wonder of it all that she yeah. isn't really i mean apparently edith head used to make her two versions of dresses because she couldn't sit down in the in the one she's standing up in oh really and and so they had to create this thing that she looks like an ironing board with arms that she could sort of lean against i don't know if it's true well there is a picture of jean harlow doing that well exactly yeah. so mm. i don't know if it was yeah. but anyway she had looser versions for the seated scenes mm. But, I mean, I'm no angel. The, the outfit she wears at the beginning, she's a circus performer, and she comes out, and it, it's completely transparent. <laughs> like, the bit, like, her, her sort of body, she's clearly got some kind of opaque underlayer. Under is that the right word? Mm. Layer underneath. But the, you know, the skirt bit is completely sheer. And she it's completely sheer, and she's just got, 
like sparkles on her boobs which have which are the shape of her boobs and have like darker nipple bits so god no imagination <laughs> needed and then there's like a little bit lower down that again tells you exactly what's beneath insane and she's just wiggling around singing her racy songs and kind of looking in the audience and making her double entendre wisecracks and again you just think how did you get away with this yeah and then i think it's in that one as well that she has when she's kind of catching one of the men male characters in it she's wearing a black dress with spiders and spiders webs (laughs) and there is no yeah. Is it always Edith Head who d- does the no, thing? Oh, no, okay. no, no. Mm. She did done him wrong. Yeah. But the other two that I watched are Travis Banton. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh my God! And in the in Belle of the Nineties, her performance at the beginning, she's wearing like skin tight full length dresses that are like shimmery, and she's just standing with her arms out. And first of all, she's like a butterfly. Then she's a bat. Then she's a spider. It's like these transforming backdrops wow. that create a statue of liberty. Insane. Wow. The other thing that fascinates me, I mean, is, is her skin. I find that fascinating. This, yeah, as you say, so it's how white it is and how smooth. Yes. And, and But also yes. her hair. Um, her hair and the Marcel way. Yes. And she, in earlier pictures, she's, I think she, it looks like she originally had dark hair. And, yeah, she had brown hair. Yeah, and, and curly, I suspect, although it's hard to yes. say whether it was curled or curly. But, but yeah, this sort of wave and when it the way it's put up on her head, but then also when it yeah. falls. and Yes, it looks so strange when yeah. it's left to fall because mm. it's so waved that it's springy. In but a also weird... wave not symmetrically it's sort of yeah yeah it's very odd mm. no she she is and the way that her face is so drawn on i mean yes. i know all makeup in the 30s is like that but you could really see the contact contouring like you can really yeah. see the white stripe down the center of her nose to mm. make her nose look narrow can't you yes mm. and i'm always fascinated by the eyebrows drawn on above your eyebrows yes. it's so weird yeah it really is I mean, she's such she's such an amazing person. I think she's so weird, yeah, but kind of compelling. And I think it is the fact that her performance style, it's like she continually leaves space for an alternative. Do you know what I mean? Like, as I say, it's like she she's not definitely one thing or another in any quite direction. And so, yeah, she's... Oh, and I did love... Is it in I'm a, I'm No Angel, the new Ellington Orchestra? But they look amazing and their, their performance is amazing. Oh, I must really watch that. Because she was friends with Duke Ellington. Yeah, I, I read that. Mm. Yeah, and oh my God, they're fantastic. Oh, I'd forgotten that. There's just so many good things going on, it's hard to remember them all. Yeah. And the diamonds, <laughs> the diamonds, just yeah. so many. And I did read that at one point, I think after Randolph Hearst, she was the second high, most highly earner, most highest earner in, in the US. I Excellent. It's, yeah. Couldn't have gone to a better woman. Yeah. So you recommend that biography? It's May West, um, An Icon in Black and White by Jill Watts. Okay. And yeah, I found it really, really interesting and really interesting 
as I say, that there's this thread going through all of it of her kind of relationship with a deep and true relationship with African-American, you know, performers, boxers, actors, but also then clearly racist elements as well. And it's because it is like she's a woman of her times, but she's also trying to break out of those times. Mm. And you feel like she's confused sometimes as to what she's doing. I don't know. But yeah, I would recommend that. It's good. Oh. And, and and watching all the films. Yeah. And if you want to come, you know, and if you want Coda to come round and like monitor oh. the bad people and... and- and comment on the horses, yeah. Comment on the horses, yes. Okay, well, that's he, a very he, generous he offer. He does enjoy, he very much enjoys watching these things. Thank you, that's that's you're, very kind. You're welcome. You're welcome anytime. Okay, more okay. things to do. Well, marvellousness. Yes. And yes, I shall and have a look at my, I shall polish once. my diamonds, yes. Polish your diamonds, put them all on at once, and fight the patriarchy. Okay, great. Okay. Brilliant. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.